Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Simple Footballer. My name is Cody. I'm Mike. And here we have episode five, an episode that we just spoke about kind of through natural conversation, which is kind of funny considering this is pretty much how this whole entire podcast started <laughs> in the first place. Um, but yeah, here we are. Yeah. So for this one, we are going to be talking about the senior level for youth clubs. Something interesting that we've been noticing happening at a lot of youth clubs across the country. And we wanted to talk about it, see, you know, what actually is happening. Why is it happening? And why your youth club should look into it. So, number one, what is happening? Mike, what's happening today with youth clubs and senior level teams? So, in this landscape of fourth division soccer and the amateur scene, you're starting to see an influx of youth clubs taking kind of their presence into the amateur level competition. So it's it's more profoundly seen in the UPSL, um, which we've kind of discussed in a previous episode, where it's kind of a little bit of a lower barrier cost to entry. Um, and you can kind of see it, especially in our region alone. I've seen it. I'm, there's countless clubs in this area that are, that are doing this. Um, and it seems like there's no stopping it or no sense of it stopping anytime soon. And rightly so. Um, you just see it, it's general exposure for your club one, but two, it's kind of getting those youth players exposed to a higher level of competition against maybe a little bit more quality opponents in terms of the older crowd has been around this game for a while. So their IQ, their knowledge, their understanding of the game is going to be a lot higher, generally speaking. So kind of getting that exposure for the boys and girls playing in those amateur level teams is, I mean, it's, it's something you see in Europe and it's something that I think is starting to somewhat take shape here in the United States. And, um, I think it's, I think it's a great, a great thing to see. Yeah. So let's, let's clarify some things real quick and let's make it very clear. So what is happening is these youth clubs are entering teams. Usually they're 19, U19s and U18s, they're putting together teams to participate in adult leagues. Yes. Right. So they scrum together their players. They put them into either the UPSL, the USL2, or in some cases the NPSL, which traditionally are not youth programs. They're not youth conferences. So those players that are a part of youth academies can participate in higher level games against adults, people who no longer are in the youth system are currently in college or beyond college. Right. Right. So that's what's happening. Now, why is this happening? I think a lot of it's happening, like I said, to kind of just give players a little bit more exposure um, it also gives them more opportunities to get games. Um, I'm a firm advocate of you're going to grow the most in games. You can train all you want, but you're going to grow the most in games. So if you're giving your players in the youth level, not just games at their level, but games against senior level players, 
that have a higher understanding, a higher IQ, it's only going to make them better. It's only going to make your club better. And you're only in that sense going to reap the benefits and reap the rewards of that structure and that style in which your club is heading in. And it, it tends to, it tends to pay off in my opinion, in the long run, because thinking of the youth clubs in the area that have done it already, some of those boys that are playing in their respective age groups and at the amateur level with the senior level teams, they're, they're pretty good players. Like yeah, that you see them shining at, at their level. You see them picking up confidence, trying new things. They're understanding different movements of the game as well. And I think that plays a big factor in kind of what they carry out and what they even bring back to their teams, their respective youth teams, and even beyond. Maybe when they go to college, maybe when they even go into their high school season. Um, it's just a whole new level of understanding of the game. Um, and, you know, trying to stay one step ahead and preparing yourself, I think this kind of hits the nail on the head there. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's the main reason why you know, a youth club would look at it as I want our players to get better playing in harder, more competitive, more fit, like, you know, more physical, um, leagues, but on the club side, I could see a lot of other benefits. And this kind of takes us into why a, a youth club would or should consider putting a team into some of these adult leagues. And, you know, the, the main point is, Yes, you want to have your players playing at that level, but what can it do for your club? Like, number one, I think it can put you on the map, right? If you're competing in these adult leagues that have national championships, if your U19s team wins a national championship at the you know amateur level outside of the youth sports system, your club is going to get national recognition. Brand exposure, 100%. right? 100%. Yeah, brand exposure. Your players are going to get this recognition. And if they're not already confirmed at a college, damn sure they're going to be confirmed. Like, colleges are going yeah. to pay attention to that. They're on the radar for sure at that point. Right. So it's almost like you're doing your players a disservice by not introducing a team that allows them to, to look up to and strive for so they can get more exposure in these levels. And on top of it, you know, yes, there's a little bit more of a buy-in to get into this league, right? You have to spend some money to participate in these things. But these clubs are already making so much money anyways that why don't they create this amateur team where they can charge ticket sales, they can make money, they can do sponsorship concessions at these games. All these things that they likely aren't doing at the club level which, if a club's being smart, well, maybe not smart. Some clubs will <laughs> likely take the money and just stuff their pockets a little right. bit more. Um, but the clubs that are for the growth of the game, that are for you know the growth of their players, they can use this money to actually offset player dues, in my opinion. And this is this is an idea that I've always had is. How do you have a revenue generator at a local youth club level that isn't just relying on membership fees or dues from all of the players and families? And I, I think this kind of could be a path to solving the pay-to-play model that we have. Like, yep. you know, imagine going to watch a game and you're saying, I'm going to go watch the amateur level, the senior level team go play at my local club. 
right? Because three or five or ten players from, you know, the youth club are participating in that game. It's a five to ten dollar entry. You get a thousand people at the club to go. You just made five to ten thousand dollars in one night in one game, and that's not even including concessions. If you want to charge for park, if you want to do these things. So from the business aspect, yes, this is like such a win. And if you can take a player's dues from three hundred bucks a month down to two hundred or one hundred, you just gave yourself that much of an edge against all of the other clubs that are not doing this today. Yep. And if I'm a player that has to decide between San Juan Placer and Davis and the dues at each club are $300, you introduce a men's team that actually generates revenue for the club that goes back to the players. Now we're talking about $200 versus, you know, 300 elsewhere. Some families would easily make that decision based on the financials. Right. And then on top of it, you get a cheaper you get a cheaper deal, right, per month. So that's money you're putting back in your pocket. And then on top of it, oh, guess what? My son or daughter could possibly get exposure at that, you know, amateur level. So on top of me paying less, I get more in return. It it seems like it's a no-brainer. And it's funny because maybe, you know, for the very few DOCs or whatever, whoever's listening, they're like, oh, easier said than done. But it's it's like a basic structure um, that I think, Myself and Cody have both talked about, and we're starting to see formation of it amongst different clubs. It's just how they're going about it. And I wouldn't say it that they're going about it in a bad sense because I have no idea how they're going about it. We just know that they're forming these. And I think, in my opinion, they're headed in the right direction already. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if I had this as a youth player coming up at San Juan, you know. Or Placer, because I I played at both. Like, that's what I look forward to, right? If I'm a 16, 17-year-old kid, I'm like, how do I... I want to work harder to be on that team, right? I want to work harder, play against better players, because these people, these players, these teams, they already know what it takes to play at the next level. And if you're a kid who wants to play at the next level, like, you have to be on the team. Right. So, it's, it's an interesting concept, um, I think more teams should do it and like we could probably go on about the different benefits. Like I'm, I'm thinking like professionalism. Yeah. Like you don't really get it at the youth level. No one really teaches you how to conduct yourself as a professional, but if you partner with the right adult club in one of these leagues, like an MPSL team likely has media around it. Like they have a department that and, you know, given the team that we play on doesn't have that, we're building it from scratch and we're trying to get it up to that level. But, you know, if you partner with the right team that is going to be doing that sort of stuff, then you're now introducing these things into a youth player's life. Like, you know, how to conduct yourself in public. You're going to have to, as a player of these teams, go and do social kind of like social impact, community service sort of things. And when you're learning how to be professional outside of the game as well, because you will be in the spotlight, you will have interviews, you will have social media posts about you. You know, you have to learn to conduct yourself in in a certain way. And 
I think that's a benefit that most people miss in all this, right? Like when you go to college, that's usually the first time you see it. And even in today's age, like all the social media that's going on, all these teams now do media days. Yep. Like that's what we're going to start doing on our team. And that's what all of the teams are doing nowadays because they want more followers. They want a bigger fan base. They want people to show up to the games. They want all these things that you can get to through social media outreach, through community service outreach, through all of these different paths that if you truly want to be a professional, if you truly want to play in college, it's probably best that you start doing this at 16 years old. Right. And it's it's kind of what you said there. I'll piggyback off it. It's almost like a domino effect. It's a domino effect of engagement, right? So like you said, the Instagram followers, stuff like that. So it's it's setting up the right atmosphere to make yourself successful at the amateur level of a senior team in a youth club. Um, and I think one thing that we've spoken about quite frequently with our team um, and just you know, finding an area for our team to thrive. And something that I even hear youth players talk about a ton is the aspect of facilities. I mean, everyone, nobody hates playing at a good facility. Everyone loves playing at a good facility. And maybe it doesn't even have to be, oh, I'm going to this one place to where I'm playing on like quarter inch, perfect Bermuda grass. Maybe that's not it. Maybe it's a standard turf field, but the turf field around it has you know, locker rooms, has a press box. There's a snack bar that has, I don't know, all sorts of sales going on. You have merchandise stands, stuff like that. You have billboards around the, or advertising boards around the field um, that gives it more of a professional atmosphere. Um, I think one thing that I always hear or heard when we were playing at Davis Legacy in the UPSL was, dude, we always love playing at Davis. Like all the opponents we we knew in the in the conference, they always said that we love playing at Davis. And when you think about that, you think, okay, why do they like playing at Davis? Okay, Davis's field. It's a nice Bermuda grass field. I will say that. It's I mean, it's it's an elite level complex, but what else do they have? Okay, we have a working scoreboard, we have a working PA system, there's a big old grandstand bleacher. Right. You have the professional European style rectangular box goals. Um, you have music before the game in a surround sound atmosphere. It The games are played at seven o'clock under the floodlights. So everything gives it a professional feel to it. And that in turn, you know, attracts players, yep. right? You, if it doesn't attract players, you at least have people talking about it. And when people talk, more people find out, you know, the greatest kind of, I'd say like way of advertising is you know word of mouth and communication and whatnot and for these local community level clubs other than social media and kind of what you were saying cody it's you know word of mouth hey why don't we go to you know so-and-so's amateur level game you know we can go there we can bring the kids oh it's only five ten bucks to you know for a ticket let's go watch them play under the floodlights okay we can sit in the atmosphere oh maybe there's a vip section that's like 15 20 bucks and we get like in you know like under like some tents if it's raining out or something like that you know something that's going to be engaging that people want to go to it's an experience you're creating it an is. experience around your games around your club that is bigger than the club itself right it's 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 promoting if you think about your club as a brand 
You're building your club's brand by association with some of these teams. And you're just attracting more of an experience, more of a, you know, atmosphere and um, uh, environment that people want to be a part of. Right. So, so to round it out, we think we should do it. Any club, <laughs> any youth club that is considering doing it, it almost seems like a no-brainer. If you don't do it and all the clubs around you do, you will likely lose players, in our opinion. Do you agree? I do agree. And I think it's one of those things to where, you know, it, it's a it's a moving train. And if you don't hop on, you're going to be left behind at the station. And it's going to be... It's going to be only a matter of time before those big clubs, I wouldn't even say big clubs, but the clubs that decide to take this jump and take the next step start to impose their dominance. And I'm not going to say that's going to happen right away, but over time, you're going to see those clubs, you know, get phased out possibly that don't jump on this train or they get severely left behind. And I think it's 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 natural with everything, right? If you're not adapting to the the commonalities and the norm within your you know niche of business it's you're you're going to get left behind right adaptation is a part of growth within any profit nonprofit company in general and these soccer clubs are what nonprofits yeah most of them so, i would hope yeah so i mean it's it, it it's something that i think needs to be taken in consideration because the few that have started to pave the pathway are starting to to leave the station. They're starting to expand. They're starting to get to higher levels. Um, and they're starting to reach a wider variety or a greater variety of players. I mean, players want to come play there because, hey, my, I don't know, my son has ambitions of playing with their UPSL team, their MPSL team, their USL2 team. If you're a girl, my daughter wants to play on the USL women's team. My daughter wants to play on the WPSL team. Um, I think the the greatest, the greatest, you know, example of that in this area is Davis Legacy. They have pathways for men and women. You know, men, they have UPSL, they have USL2. And women, um, it's not labeled as Davis Legacy, but they have a sweet partnership with Cal Storm. And Cal Storm Definitely. is an absolute dominant force. I know for a fact there's been numerous girls from Davis Legacy that have gone on to Cal Storm. And I'll tell you right now, they play at Davis Legacy Stadium and they pack the crap out of that stadium every single time. Yep. And for everyone that's not in the bleachers, they're lining the field. They have such a cool atmosphere that that is kind of the gold standard of, you know, amateur level women's soccer right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful stepping stone that needs to happen. Um, I think for players to have access to just a step in between college professional level. So um, there you have it. Senior level for the youth clubs. If you're thinking about doing it, consider the NPSL, the UPSL, you know, maybe the UPS, the USL too, if you have a lot of returning college alumni. But um, on the women's side, the WPSL, the USL women, UPSL women's. USL women's. USL USLW. Women's. Yep, call it USL, USL women's. Um, these are all good things and get creative. There are ways to do this where it can be a revenue generator for you. There are ways to do this 
where it can benefit everyone in your community. So um, let us know what you think. Is this a good idea or are we just stupid? Who knows? I think there's a lot of clubs in the area, amateur level, that would really love to have a partnership and backing with the youth club. Yep. We shall see. Shameless plug. All right. Is that gold? Looking for it. (laughs) That's all I'll leave it to. More to come. Simple footballer. Take it easy. Yep.